What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. In a blog post on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is that they are more memorable than facts. Our brains are actually wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes help us to relate our ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we were actually living the story. On today's edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, I'm excited to interview um, a person who I had the liberty of coaching uh, a couple of years ago, and um, she is an amazing human being. She's doing an incredible work. We're going to have her talk a little bit about the story behind her brand, but y'all put your hands together for Nicola Millington. (laughs) Nicola, it is so good to have you on the show. Welcome to my sister from across the pond. How are you? I'm great. And you said I, you coached me two and a half years ago. You're still coaching me now. Right? Oh, listen to you. Listen. I'm talking about when you were actively going through our program. <laughs> I, but no, you're right. You you know, it's funny, Nicola, because I always have thought, and maybe it's presumptuous of me, but whenever I coach people, I don't care what they say. This is, it could be a program that you went through. Like, I'm your coach forever. <laughs> like, so, so no, it is so good to have you on the uh, the podcast today. Nicola, there was something that you were posting and recently in your business, you, you've been branching out and doing some different things. I want you to kind of take us on a journey a little bit um, about the work you do and how growing up, the things that you learned along the way, whether they were through people that were in your space, people you read, uh, people you worked with or for, how has those lessons shaped how you show up today. Give people a little insight as to who you are, what you do, why you do it, and who you do it for. Come on, let's talk. Listen, thank you so much, Coach, for just giving me the opportunity to share and converse with you in this really safe space. Um, for those who don't know me, I I always say I'm a child of God, and I really do feel that, like, le- legitimately. I really am. I've lived a very blessed life. Don't let this little crisp accent fool you. As raised um, by Guyanese parents, for those of you who know, um, which makes me, as far as I'm concerned, international and both West Indies, Caribbean and South American, take your pick. And um, basically, I grew up in a space where I was allowed to be very, very creative and given the opportunity to be whatever I chose and wanted to be. Um, And I fortunately left England when I was eight and went to live in South America in Guyana for five years. And that really did create the human being that you see here today. Ultimately, Guyana is a country of Africans and Asian, Indian in the UK, Indian people, um, Southeast Indian, Asian if you want. And that really showed me the important dynamics of community and how important communities are to uplifting generations. So I was raised by my aunts and my uncles. I mean, my cousins were there to look after each other. The teachers were there to guide us 
the respect you had for your elders was ultimately very, very important. Um, and then just how you were entrusted as a person within the community to play your role well, right? You were there to be a child that was inquisitive, enjoy life, but then also had the responsibility of looking after your elders and showing them the respect in that space. And that really did actually become a real central point of the person that really wanted to build a community around me and a profitable community. I'm not afraid anymore, thanks to the work of Coach and the people around me, of talking about things like money and the importance of it in regards to economic freedom. And when I grew, when I was growing up, ultimately as Guyanese people, and if you were African as well, Nigerians and Ghanaian is exactly the same. Education is so, so important, so important. And I was fortunate enough to be very well educated, but the freedom to choose whatever I wanted to do. So I wasn't pinned into the doctor, lawyer sphere. I was allowed to be very creative. And I decided a long time ago I was going to run my own business, uh, but I just didn't know what it was going to be, had no idea what it was going to be. And that began a journey of trying different things, investigating the things I liked. And I knew I would fall into the creative space. I just didn't know where exactly. Later on, coming over to the UK, coming back to the UK, finishing off university, and then started the journey of saying, okay, where will my craft lead me? And initially, believe it or not, I wanted to be a filmmaker. That was my initial foray into this space of PR. I actually wanted to tell stories in that way. But I got a little bit spooked because I came across some individuals that really believed the casting couch, casting couch was a real thing. And I was just like, ah, oh, that's not my life. That's not my portion, as they would say. <laughs> and so I decided to look at other alternative as careers and build that Pildare Marketing and PR company, which really focuses on three core principles, which are based everything on the child that grew up in Guyana in the 1980s, 1990s. And that was equity, equality. Fundamental, fundamentally, I want to ensure that we all have access to the freedom to move exactly how we wish to be the highest level of creativity as possible. That was the very first thing I really wanted. I wanted to have that freedom. I always remembered one day being in church when I, before I started my business and saying, my boss can legitimately wake up tomorrow and close this business down and I have nothing. And I was just like, yeah, that's not what I want of my life. So that was the first thing. I wanted equity, equality. The second thing, I wanted a space where our children and our children's children and ourselves actually could work without having the mental strain of thinking that work was the only thing we had to do to be whole human beings. So I wanted a place where well-being, where people were central to that theory, philosophy of how you worked in a corporate environment. And the third one was about the living wage. I don't see any reason why people cannot have a proper living wage. And that is, has to be so that we create the highest level of creativity for any individual in the world. Because once people can maintain basic necessities, I'm not saying you have to be multimillionaires, but if you can maintain basic necessities, which is a roof over your head, food in your stomach, warmth around you, 
and the ability to travel freely, then your creativity will spiral and you'll be as wealthy as you want for your own individual life. And that is the foundation of everything I created. So creating that for myself as FP Commons was one thing, but then I realized actually, if I can use my words and help others, then I can help many other businesses for my children to have the choice of businesses they want to work with. Because unlike Jenny, Jennifer J, I don't have my children are not going to take my business. I've got two young men. They're not interested in PR whatsoever. <laughs> but they will be interested in some of the clients I work with, maybe. So that's the premise. That's the foundation of where I am and who I am today. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nicola, you, you've said a mouthful, and I wanted you to get all of that out. For those people who are tuned in and listening right now, maybe you just jumped in the car, or maybe you're, you're hustling at the gym, and you, you're hearing this British woman, or accent, rather, because she's not actually British. She is, but she's not. Um, <laughs> you'd have to meet her to quite understand that. Uh, when you meet Nicola, you meet a person who's fully informed. And one of the things that I'm hearing, Nicola, and obviously I knew some of these things, but there is such a strong sense of community about you. Um, can you talk a little bit about particularly where the PR space is concerned? Because I think a lot of people get this messed up. They often think of PR as fixing problems after they've happened, which is a part of what you do. But it's also about mobilizing your community in a way that causes you to be able to show up authentically you. And so therefore, there's hardly room for there to be those kinds of massive problems because you're being nurtured by the community. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of that work and leaning into the space of being in the right communities, building with the right people so that when your message emerges, your own message, it's not something you kind of find yourself having to always take back, if you will. Can, can you help people out? Yeah, I will do my very best. So the first thing about the crisis element actually is, um, there's a difference between PR and spin, right? I think people confuse both of them and they're not the same. They're cousins of each other, but they're not the same. Public relations, which is what PR stands for, really is the essence of the words, relation, relationships, which is why I think I really work well in this space because I love relationships. And one of my very first relationships was with my grandmother and that really did inform, and I think many people feel that way about their grandparents, right? It really does inform the human being that you're going to become. And so for me, it was always important that when I'm do, when, when I do my work, I put humans at the center of everything I do. So even um, when we're picking, working with our clients, it's making sure that actually we have a synergy of understanding of who we are. Now, let's talk from, it, from a global point of view, because you grace me by saying I'm well-informed. I'd like to think I am informed to a point. But if we look to um, Dr. Is it Claude Anderson, yes, he speaks, he's written his book, Poweronomics. And we look at the infrastructure that's required for the freedom of a people economic freedom of a people overall, right? So we have, you know, that I think it's Maslow's hierarchy needs, right? So think with that in poweronomics point in terms, right? So when we look at that, communication and media control is like third on this of about seven. Politics is one, education is another, 
Financial institution is another. Media is one of the central points that's required because without being able to tell our own stories and control our narratives, we, we leave it at the hands of others. History is based on someone else's perception sometimes, most times actually, of what they deem is right to be told by their perspective. There's too many individuals in business and in life that don't have control of their own stories. I feel we are in a time now, and as you know, coach, I am for my people, we are at a time where we have to take control of our stories. We're becoming financially extremely literate. We are taking control of the narrative of what we wear as women, how we pronounce ourselves in pronouns, but now in business and in life, we need to tell the stories so that we readdress those issues that are actually not true. Conversations around black love, conversations about how communities are built, conversations about the people that are doing the great stuff in our community doesn't have to belong to just Jay-Z and Beyonce. They should belong to the Coach Glens out there in the world in a very powerful way. So for me, that's why it's important. There's more than just one type of soap powder on the shelf, if I may use that analogy. There are many heroes within our community, but we need to see them and we need to hear those stories. So that's why it's important. And my job is to help people to get comfortable to tell their stories. I love it. Guys, if you've never had the privilege of working with Nicola, I'm going to tell you, you're missing out. One of the things that attracted me to you to say yes to working with you as a client, because quite frankly, you know, when I looked at your resume, if you will, I'm thinking you got your stuff together. Why do you need me? There is a cultural difference that you have living in the UK, growing up in that culture um, as an as, as an African of a person of African descent. Um, uh, that's very different than mine. And uh, there was a marriage that needed to be made and a boldness that you needed to walk in of a truth that you already had. Last thing, if you can share with people, Nicola, the outcomes, right? Some of your successes, some of the things that you guys, I, I think people need to understand the impact of the work that you do and how by understanding community and leveraging it properly, it allows you to be pretty impactful. And so can you talk to real world stuff that you're doing that can help people out and then let us know where people can find you, what is FPCOM's up to, how can you help people uh, in real time? No worries. So the first thing is you said that, um, that I brought a level of experience. I only know PR, that's my only superpower. I need people around me, like in your community, to really be understanding business. And that's why I came to you. That's what you helped me to continue to grow in. And I continue that journey forever and a day. It will never stop. So I'm grateful to you for that, right? In regards to the people and the boldness that comes with that is the clients that I'm having even now. So I think just at the turn of us starting working together, the confidence I gained in that process um, was that I landed one of the biggest independent organizations in the country, which is Notting Hill Carnival as a client. Now, anyone knows that's one of the largest clients in Europe, but it's also um, like a real um, historical 
event that goes around the globe for our community. So for me, that it was massive. That was huge. It also meant that as a business, we started working with what we call local authorities, local, local governments, which I didn't have the courage to approach before. The company now is in that space. The company has grown over, <laughs> over the last two years because obviously when the pandemic ha happened, I literally got the phone call like so many businesses, stop doing work. We don't have money to pay you or anything like that. So I was in the place where many businesses are, but now we're a boutique agency of four people that work really diligently behind the scenes, helping our numerous clients. Actually, I've actually got a client in this room with me right now. I'm working from home and it's um, a couple, a beautiful couple. And I don't know if you guys know the show, The Gladiators. It's a show of the 80s. Yes. 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 So in before the gladiators, as the gladiators run in the US, we had the European ones, the UK ones. And the first gladiator of the UK was a young man called Weininger. He was quite young, under 19, I think, at the time, something like that. Well, he looked quite young. His wife is here saying he's 20, he was 29. He looked quite young. <laughs> and believe me, he was the first um, gladiator in the UK. Then there are clients, and they're a fantastic family doing a lot of things for the Windrush generation, right? So again, it just goes to show your intention means everything. Before, because for me to attract that kind of energy means that I have to walk in that path. One hundred percent. I cannot be, I cannot be false. I have to walk authentically in that path. And authentic is not always the words that you just say, it's how you carry yourself. And I carry myself like that. For the love of my people, that's how I walk. And this is a professional business, step into a professional business, lifting um, generation past and generations future. So we're working together on different events that they're doing as a family. They've been in it for a long time. His wife, Weininger's wife, She's like a world-class world karate champion. Like, amazing. I'm not saying that just because she's in the room. It's like properly proper. Like, I'm not properly messing with proper. her. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Yeah. So they run a company called Caribbean Mix. That aside, um, what else we're working on? We're working on our global outreach. So we're working with clients from across the globe. And, yeah, we're just continuing the work. And the aim is to leave a legacy of decency in the space of public relations. So with the PR club, which is the fire PR club, you can go on there and you can learn about public relations, learn how to, so even if you don't have the budget, it's being able to understand it. So when you're ready to implement it, it doesn't feel so scary to you because people just don't understand what it is. And my day here work with the fire PR club is to demystify that fully. We do, fortnightly sessions helping people through the path so it's a lot but what can mm, i say mm, i'm great mm. great with plenty of chat <laughs> come on let's go <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i just want y'all to put your hands together for my friend nicola millington she's doing all the things i'm over here beaming with pride and I'm so, so, so proud of you. You guys have got to understand, this was not the person that I met. All this courage and boldness and sitting up and telling you what it is. She knew our stuff, but man, is she communicating it on a level right now? Go, you go, girl. Listen, that is my sister. 
Let me say this, guys. If you want to get in touch with FP Comms, do that. Nicola, real quick, for those that are listening, how can people get in touch with you? So the easiest way for me to say this on a platform like this is obviously for while I'm on, thank you, Christine, for while I'm on um, Clubhouse, Linktree is there. You can go to the Instagram page, click on the link, Linktree. But if, if ever you just want to know, FP Comms, F for Freddie, P for Peter, C for Charlie, O for October, M for Mother, M for Mother, S for Charlie, um, S for Sugar, and you'll be able to find everything, like everything. So go to Instagram, put that in, and there we are. The website Love is exactly it. the same. Everything is the same. Everything is the same. Everything is the same. Listen, Nicola, I love you. I appreciate you. Tell the boys I, I said, hey, too, listen, listen, thank you so much for being a part. Guys, every Wednesday, we have a unique personality, someone with an amazing story. I believe that whenever you run into an amazing brand that's making crazy impact, there's often a story that's driving that narrative. And when people, Simon Sinek said it this way, people don't do business with you because of what you do. People do business with you because of why you do it. And that's your story. Y'all do me a favor, show up today and tell your story in a way that draws people so that they can under understand the impact of why you do what you do. Nicola, I love you. I appreciate you. I will tell Cherie that we talked. And uh, please, please continue to be amazing. And thank you so much for saying yes on today's We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Guys, here's what I know to be true. You can't get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and uh, I will see you guys on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.